With about 60,000 tracks uploaded daily on Spotify alone, it's easy for anyone to get lost in the mix. So let's try to reverse the odds of being found. My guests are from the creative and business side of the music scene. We talk about what inspires them, their process, and the practical steps they've been taking to get noticed. I'm Saina, your host. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, I talk with Alex Breeze, CEO and founder of Unheard, an artist management and marketing insights company. Alex talks to me about what their company stands for and what they can offer their artists. So without further ado, I'll let Alex explain to you. Hey Alex, how have you been? Very good, thank you. Um, yeah, getting through good. my week quite nicely. Good, and I, and I hear you're busy, so I'd like to hear a bit about that, what you've been up to. Yeah, we're really busy. We, um, as a bit of context, I suppose, so uh, I, I might go back all the way to the start if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, in, well, in, in a former life, I was um, an analyst within a couple of startups, and my job was to take data that we collected from these startups and turn it into marketing insight to inform essentially a smarter strategy. So finding the right target audiences and, and that sort of thing, which would then allow us to run uh, optimized digital campaigns. So making sure we're reaching the right people. Uh, and that was fun. And, and, and then I went and did that at Universal Music. So I really wanted to work in music. I was passionate about that and went and got myself a job at Universal, essentially working with the top 30 grossing artists across all the labels. So people like Katy Perry and Lady Gaga and really interesting, you know, really exciting to work with those sorts of names. Um, and that was where I understood the power of data for artists. And and that allowed me to then kind of cut my craft in the music industry. And then what was incredibly frustrating was, you know, I came from the startup world where you have an impact. You know, you, you, you're in a small unit, you're in a small company and all the insights you create, you can then implement and you can kind of see the impact of that firsthand. Um, however, at a major label, you, you don't have that, you know, you're one of many people. Um, and for, for me, that was quite frustrating. So that really spurred me on, you know, born out of frustration to launch Unheard. And so Unheard is kind of this data first music marketing agency that primarily supports independent artists and independent labels, but we do have a few major label clients too. Um, and really our goal is to use data to inform smarter decisions within an artist marketing campaign. So pitching to the right playlists, getting into the right magazines, running the right social media campaigns. Um, and so I launched that in 2019 and, you know, we've grown quite quickly and, um, uh, it's been a really exciting journey and we're now a team of nine. Um, we're building a piece of tech as well. Um, cool. so yeah. Nice. What artists have you been working with recently? Yeah. So we work with lots of different artists from your bedroom producers all the way up to, we've just uh, run a couple of YouTube campaigns for Heady One um, and everyone kind of in between. So we work with um, Future Utopia, which is Fraser T. Smith's alias. Fraser T. Smith's kind of a notorious producer who's worked with Stormzy and Adele and Arlo Parks. Um, and so for, for these sorts of artists, we do exactly as I just described. So we look through their data. We use the insights that we create to run smarter social media or YouTube or playlisting campaigns. Um, and that then really helps them grow uh, in a more strategic way. You know, what, what we want really is for independent artists to make sure that every penny they spend goes as far as it possibly could. Yeah, yeah. We don't want them to spend 
25 pounds on a post boost on Instagram. We, we don't want them to spend, you know, like uh, 50 pounds on submit hub or whatever. We want them to, you know, use data to reduce uncertainty and then spend their money. Um, so that's really the goal. And uh, yeah, we, we work with some really exciting clients, you know, mainly actually within kind of the hip hop R&B world. Um, and, and also um, a little bit of African music. So artists like Debange, Johnny Drill, um, and and really that's because that's the music we love and that makes it a lot easier to work on those campaigns. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. The whole marketing world now is just so important. Like if you don't have the right marketing, it's just hard to get heard, isn't it? You could be amazing. You could have amazing music. And if you don't have the right marketing, then no one can hear it. <laughs> it's incredibly hard. <clears throat> you know, and if you look at, if you look at the music landscape, you have loads of creation tools, you know, Pro Tools, Ableton, Logic. So anyone can create music now. There's really no mm. barrier to entry. And then if you look at the distribution world, you know, anyone can then take that music they've created and get it onto Spotify and Apple Music. You know, and there's, uh, I think the latest stat is around 60, 70,000 tracks are released every single day on I know, Spotify. I it's crazy. So it's huge. And that's up almost two times in the last couple of years. So it's getting more and more competitive. But and then when you come to the marketing world, there's a huge barrier to entry because you either need a hefty budget to employ a marketing agency, you know, which a lot of artists don't have because they spend money on creating their music, or you use Ads Manager, Submit Hub, Artists Republic, all these different platforms which you know, aren't necessarily that user-friendly. Ads Manager is, is a nightmare to navigate you know, and for an artist who isn't a marketeer to, to use that and, and use that properly. It's just not going to happen. So we want to create a hub for artists, a marketing hub for artists where they can come and, you know, yes, they can run social media campaigns and playlisting campaigns, but also we want to create a community, you know, because I think if artists could share how they got to a hundred thousand monthly listeners or a million streams or took a piece of TikTok content and made it go viral, if people could start to share that, I think then you would have a really interesting kind of artist community, which again, I think is, is, is missing right now. On your hub, how do artists share with each other? So we, there's one important part of the story that I missed um, missed out when I was introducing it. So <clears throat> essentially, we got to the end of end of last year, um, and we were getting lots of inquiries from artists who had, you know, a hundred pounds, two hundred pound budget to spend on marketing. Now, um, as an agency, we can't really function um, dealing with a hundred, two hundred pound budgets. So we had to say no to artists. And, and really that broke my heart because that isn't why we started the business. We started the business to help independent artists. Um, and so we developed a, an app, um, which essentially would allow artists to log in, connect their Spotify and Instagram and the different social media platforms. We built some algorithms which would then crawl their data and turn it into almost a to-do list. So, you know, okay, these are, that's really clever. Yeah, so these are the targeting preferences you should use. These are the playlists you should be pitching to, depending on the goal you want to achieve. Um, and then we went and raised some capital to build that properly. And we launched that um, later this month or the first iteration of it later this month. And so within that app, that's where we'll create these communities where artists can talk to each other. They can share insights. Now, really, this feature won't be until next year. You know, we're launching as a playlisting and a social media tool. Um, however, that this is a really key part of our product roadmap. We want to build these communities for artists. We want to be not just a promotional tool, but also an educational tool where artists can come and learn. For sure. I mean, that's what it's all about as well. Like, of course, finding your own way, but it's good to share and 
and everyone was once in the same situation. So it's just good to share and, and learn from other people. It's so true. And it's it's so important. And it's and it's um it's an industry where um it's so hidden, you know, it's so kind of closed off and you see the tip of the iceberg, but everything else exactly. is hidden. And people don't know um, you know, which part of their campaign drove an increase in streams, you know, because they're running press playlisting social media, the attribution models are, are, are really poor. Um, and so it is important that actually we start to introduce a little bit of transparency into the music world. I think what's been really interesting is we hired a data scientist from outside of the music world, so from the tech world, and she came in and, and one of the first things she said was, how are you attributing like a playlisting campaign? How are you identifying which playlists are driving how many streams and in which countries? You know, and, sh- and that for her, that was a simple question, you know, outside of the tech, outside of music, you'd be able to answer that question. But for us, it was really hard to answer that question, you know, um, oh, oh, we do a little bit of this or we look at monthly listener change, but that isn't a robust attribution model. And so, you know, these sorts of things we also want to try and tackle by, bringing in talent from outside the music industry into it and and see what we can create. Yeah, yeah. So as a company, this might be a bit of a difficult question, but (laughs) what do you stand for? Like, what's the main... Why come to you over someone else, if you see what I mean? I do, I do. Well, I think there's a few things. I think the overarching goal for us is to level the playing field for independent artists. You know, I think there's so much talent out there. You know, genuinely, we get sent amazing music, amazing music videos that are so creative. But yet, because these artists need a big marketing budget to compete with either major labels or people who have big investment, it's an unfair playing field. Um, so we believe that by using data in the right way and by creating smart attribution models and using an element of machine learning and, and things like that, we can start to reduce that gap between artists who have a big budget and artists who don't. So I think really that's at the heart of, of what we do and something that motivates me. Money doesn't motivate me, um, but what does motivate me is people and helping people um, and, and giving people a leg up. Um, and so, so I think that's why you would come to Unheard. I think you'd come to Unheard because for an artist, you know, we can reduce uncertainty with your campaign by using data and we can make sure you're spending in the right areas. But also we stand by artists. You know, we don't encourage artists to spend more money. We encourage them to spend wisely and actually maybe you can spend less if you do that. So accommodating for everyone. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and, and you know, it's, it isn't just the independence. You know, yes, we're supporting independent artists, but we do have major label clients. And I think, you know, equally it's, it's as important for major labels to also be uh, using their data in a, in a smart way and making smart decisions and being thoughtful with campaigns as opposed to just, you know, they have access to lots of money as opposed to just spending money uh, in kind of a throw it at the wall type of way. Yeah. And I guess being a small team means that you you do focus your you know attention on particular artists and it's not just like thrown in there with a hundred others, you know. <laughs> definitely, you know, de- definitely. And we, we have good processes in place so we can deal with... Uh, 40, 50 clients a month. Um, so we do have a, you know, a good number of artists that we work with. But as you said, it's very personable. You talk to me, you talk to Sterling, James, you know, Steph, whatever it might be. Um, so it is very personable, our service, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I saw online that you have a connection with SoFar Sounds. So would you put artists forward to do some gigs with them? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, away from 
things like playlisting and social media and press, which is all, you know, incredibly topical and incredibly powerful. We want to provide artists with opportunities. So, uh, so far sounds are a great partner and we can send artists over to them, uh, for kind of performance and, and things like that. Um, and that just adds to an artist campaign. You know, if you can say, yes, I've uh, featured in this magazine, but also I performed at SoFi Sounds during the campaign, then I think that can be a really kind of powerful addition to your your release. Is it just the SoFi Sounds or is there any other gig opportunities that you can put forward for artists? There are others. Um, so we have a connection with, uh, tribe management, um, and they run a monthly event, uh, at Piano House. Um, so shout out to Kay. Their, their event is amazing. I went to the first one, uh, the first Monday in October, which was brilliant. Um, and off the back of that, we've got one of our artists performing at the next one. Um, okay, cool. And, and we have, you know, great, great connections with small management companies and small record labels who also do live showcases. So we'll always try our best for artists. And, you know, there are certain conversations we're having with artists right now who have come to us and they're talking about distribution deals. And again, because of our connections with the different distributors, you know, we're trying to pattern some deals for them and, and, and just support them. You know, we, we love music and we love talented artists. And so if we can do something for you, we will. Yeah, cool. And if someone was to get started with Unheard, what would the kind of, I mean, you did say about the app analyzing, you know, the different social platforms, but... Is there a step before that or like what would be the first steps when someone first joins you? So the app launches um, this month. And so currently our process uh, is as follows and we really operate as an agency. So um, an artist would come to us and we would look through their data. So we would use different kind of social listening tools or mm-hmm. um, data aggregators to just look through their metrics and we'd look at their Spotify monthly listeners, their followers, their Instagram followers, their TikTok, their engagement, etc. And we would see which metrics under index. Um, and so, for example, if they have lots of monthly listeners, you know, 100,000 monthly listeners, let's just say, but 1,000 Spotify followers, we might say, okay, you don't really have a good listener to follower ratio. You need to build your Spotify follower count a little bit. Um, and what that would say to us is that artist is reliant on playlists, which is fine, but equally not that sustainable. So we would run some social media campaigns to drive that Spotify follow account and build the core audience. Um, and so that's kind of, that's what we do really. We look through the data, we see which metrics need some work, and then we advise that actually that 200, 500, a thousand pound budget that you have should be spent in this area because that's going to be better for your overall. So look for the weakness and then exactly. put it in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we also encourage artists on or, or advise on strategy. And, you know, something I'm really passionate about because I think it works is having an always on approach. And so what that means is that you're spending consistently throughout the year and you simply turn up the dial when it comes to your release kind of period. Because I think what that allows you to do is it allows you to build momentum. So, you know, you're spending, it could be a pound a day. It really doesn't matter, you know, two pounds a day on some ads to kind of let people know you're releasing music, reaching new fans, et cetera, bringing people down the marketing funnel. And then when it comes to your release, you then have an audience to retarget, you know, so you can retarget everyone who's engaged with your promotions over the last three months. And that then becomes quite a powerful strategy. Um, and so, so again, you know, we advise on strategy, release cadence, how often you should be releasing, that sort of thing. Um, really just supporting, like I said, supporting the artists. Cool. For releasing as an independent artist, have you got just that one tip that you could, what would you, <laughs> what would you give an independent artist? Okay. 
I'd be giving everything away here. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not too much. Just, just a little pinch, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, Before they join you. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, what I would say is, I would say, and this sounds silly, but I think we, um, it's often overlooked, is if we take um, R&B and hip-hop music, uh, if we were to talk about a music video, we might say there might be some girls in the music video, some nice cars, some flamethrowers, whatever. Mm. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what, what I'd say is that isn't necessarily going to cut through. It's done so much, isn't it? It's done. It's done, exactly. And so what I'd say to artists is that really think about, firstly, the audience you're trying to reach. Right? So, so they might like fast cars, they might like girls, they might like flamethrowers. But equally, think about a nuance. Like Think about something that's going to make you stand out. Like, like be creative and also take your time with the content. Um, and so that, that focus on content is getting more and more important. Um, even when it comes to your promotional clips, you know, your 15 second Instagram story promo clips, how can you make those stand out? Like be smart, be creative with it. Because, you know, yes, as an agency, we can put you in front of the right audiences, but they're simply not going to engage if the content isn't good enough. Yeah, of course, um, it starts with the artists. Exactly, exactly. And so, I, I mean, it sounds silly, right? But research your market. Look at artists that have done really well over the last couple of years. You know, like I, I love, there's an artist called Clobocop. She's great. She has a really good brand. Um, she hasn't released too much music, but she stands out and she's built a brand because, you know, she has like this red theme throughout and she looks good. Um, so I think look at artists that have done quite well and built good brands. Take little bits from that and then create your content and be thoughtful with it. Um, and only when you have that bank of content, those three or four good tracks so you can release consistently for six months, then that's when you start to deploy your music and, and deploy your marketing spend. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a good tip. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> starter. It is a good starter. Yeah. yeah so going, going a bit more personal to you, what's your day to day for you? What's today? What have you got today? <laughs> <laughs> today, well, obviously starting with recording this amazing podcast and um, <laughs> and actually that's something I want to do more of. You know, I want to talk about the business more. Um, yeah. It's a really Im important part of our kind of journey. And I think being able to uh, tell people about what we do, uh, being able to uh, talk about what we're passionate about, I think is really, really important. It's something we haven't done much of. So my day to day is usually lots of calls and meetings with different people from uh, distributors through to investors because we're fundraising again soon through to artists. So I still deal a lot with artists and, and uh, help them run their campaigns efficiently. So today, you know, just scanning over my calendar, I have a call with Platoon later. So, so Platoon are a really cool kind of label services company. Um, I have, uh, what else do I have? Calls with a couple of clients. We're also building an amazing playlist network. So um, just looking through that with one of our interns, they're kind of cleaning up our network to make sure that we have, you know, high quality playlists because um, we have an algorithm that pulls playlists for us uh, and we have an, uh, uh, something that checks for the quality. So make sure it's not botted. But, and then we also want to have that qualitative approach. So we have someone check through the playlists um, for us too. And lots of emails and calls and conversations, really. Well, I guess it doesn't get too lonely, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't get lonely. It definitely doesn't get lonely. I definitely need more um, more headspace. A bit I, more me time. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. But I think um, it's all part of uh, like an important well a, a journey for uh, someone who starts a business is that um, kind of 
understanding your limits and understanding where you need to take a break and when you can kind of turn mm-hmm. the screw a little bit. So I'm definitely learning a lot about myself throughout this process as well. How do you feel it's gone so far? Good question. I, I do get asked this. And, and what's funny is, you know, sometimes I post on LinkedIn and I'll post a milestone that we've reached. You know, for example, we've just moved into our office um, at Talyard in King's Cross. So really nice milestone for us. We've now got a space we can use regularly. But day to day, you know, I, I don't really see the change. You know, I don't see the shift because I never take a step back and get my head above water. I'm constantly in it. Yeah. So it's really hard to say how it's gone. But I suppose I would say that um, I'm pleased. You know, we built an agency. Great. I'm really pleased with that. And and we deliver a good service. We're about to launch our tech, which is also would be a, a great milestone. I think in 12 months time, if you asked me, then I would know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay yeah because you're so deep into it it's just hard to but I mean from what you're saying it sounds like you are progressing and there's next steps being taken so you know clearly there's some kind of growth <laughs> definitely you know we have grown we've grown yeah we've grown kind of four times in the last year um uh, but yeah, that's good. Good. so we have grown um and I think uh, really our key next steps and you know, our key key next milestones are launching the app um, and collecting feedback from our artists that we work with, you know, so it, it's fine for us to have an idea on what an artist would want. And I think we have a good idea because we work so closely with a lot of artists. But equally, when an artist starts using the app, then we'll really know, you know, what services they're interested yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Do they want more of a community feel? What should the aesthetic be? And so um, I think once we launch and we start to collect that feedback and then we start to iterate the product, I think then we'll be in a position to go, okay, look, we actually did build something quite good because artists are happy. Um, Or we built something terrible and we need to start again. (laughs) (laughs) It's just all about the process, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And I I think it's important for people not to get, you know, caught up in things because, you know, sometimes I find myself thinking, God, I've got a million things to do. But I think when when you realise that you're one person, you can only do so much. And as long as you're kind of... Exactly. ...have the best intentions, then I think... um, Usually things work out, such would. For sure, for sure. Cool, well, um, I will put the link in the description, but is there any more info that anyone needs in order to find you or contact you? Yeah, so we are unheard um, on Instagram, U-N-H-U-R-D underscore. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn, so Alex Breeze on LinkedIn, and I post regular updates on there. Um mm-hmm. But I think those two, you know, on our website, we have a blog where we post regular pieces around uh, data. We did one around Little Nas X, the Montero release. Uh, we did one on uh, Kanye versus Drake. And so those are quite interesting pieces. Um, and you can also send an inquiry through the website too. Cool. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Thanks, and um, yeah, have a lovely day. Awesome. You too. All speak right. Soon. Speak soon. Cheers. Bye. That was Alex Breeze. All the information will be in the show notes, so make sure to go check that out, to go check out Unheard. If you enjoy this podcast, as usual, go give it a follow to keep up to date with new episodes.